everyone, and welcome back to the Bible Project podcast. And we're reaching the closing section on the story of Noah, and we'll be covering chapter 9, verses 18 to 22 today, and I've entitled this short talk, A Massive Mistake. One of the strangest stories in all of the Bible is the one about a curse on someone's child. The story goes like this. A great man of God had a son who subsequently had his own son. The son then finds the father drunk and naked, and when the father awakes and realises what has happened, he comes out and he pronounces a curse, not on the son, but on the grandson and his descendants. Now that story seems very strange to modern ears. You read it and you immediately ask yourself, what is going on here? Why was someone cursed for something their father did? And wasn't it the grandfather who did something wrong in the first place? Stranger and stranger, the curse is not on the individual, it's on the family line, the nation, the whole family line. Well, if that's the case, then why is that sin of one person falling on a whole family line of people who will follow after? Some people really struggle with the story and they find all kinds of problems within it. They even ask, why is it in the Bible and what can we possibly learn from it? Would you be interested in getting a handle all of this if I told you that the man who does this is that great man of God, Noah? Well, let's do that by returning and looking at Genesis chapter 9. The people involved are Noah, his son Ham, and Ham's son Canaan, who is, of course, Noah's grandchild. So let's just pick up the text briefly, beginning at verse 18, which says, The sons of Noah came out of the ark, and they were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham was the father of Canaan. Continuing in verse 19, These were the three sons of Noah, and from them came the people who were scattered over the whole earth. So the whole earth is now being populated, and these three verses alert us to the fact that we're not talking just about three individuals anymore. We're talking about individuals who are becoming families, who will become tribes and nations, and ultimately the whole human race. So perhaps this is the first glimpse of the fact that the significance of this incident and this story is bigger than just the individuals involved. Noah's grandson Canaan will later produce a family and these people will be called the Canaanites. We now get to the story itself and we're told this in verse 20. Noah, a man of the soil, proceeded to plant a vineyard. So Noah emerges from the ark, he becomes a farmer and then he plants a vineyard. Think about that for a second. When we started this section of scripture a few chapters and a few weeks back, we were introduced to Noah as a preacher of righteousness. He then became a boat builder. He then, I suppose, was captain of that boat for a year. And after which, getting back on dry land, he becomes a farmer and now becomes the owner, if you like, of a vineyard. From a preacher to a boat builder to a farmer and beyond. So Noah is in a sense the first multitasker. Clearly he is a man who is very, very adaptable. The story will continue in verses 21 and 22, where it says, When he drank some of its wine, he became drunk and lay uncovered inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw his father naked and told his two brothers outside. So verse 21 says he drank the wine he had made and he became drunk and that he falls asleep, naked, in his tent. 
In Matthew chapter 24, Jesus talking about these times says that before the flood there was eating and drinking and Jesus is putting that within the negative context of how God viewed that pre-flood sinful society. So what we can gather from that is Noah was not ignorant. He had witnessed the negative effects of drinking too much. He had witnessed the effect it had had on people before the flood. The important spiritual point I believe is clear, which is excessive use of alcohol leads to excess of drunkenness, immorality, and as we know well in this day and age, addiction. The shame is not that he drank some wine. The shame in this is that he drank to excess to the point whereby he lost self-control, which in turn resulted in an act of shameful immodesty, as it's described in some translations of the Bible. This story, this incident, should warn us all of the potential dangers of what we call getting drunk. But not just for the drinker, but for the drinker's whole family. But before I continue the story, I want to pause here and make a point. Up to this point, Noah has been described as a just man, someone who was said to be perfect in his generation. Back in chapter 6, Noah was also described, as I said, as a preacher of righteousness, and we were told that he walked with God. The fact that such a great man can slip up like this proves to me that we are all capable of messing up. That's a lesson I believe we all need to hear. We all need to take heed lest we too might fall. In the next few verses, the plot thickens, but we shall pick that up next time. Okay, everyone, that's it for this time. Thank you for joining me. Now, the place to go to connect to this and any other ministries I'm involved in is the podcast notes section of the audio podcast on the Buzzsprout website or by looking in the episode notes section on whatever app provider you use. Within that, you'll not only find the transcript of each talk, but you'll also find links to all the ministries and the way to connect with us, including the Facebook page, my YouTube channel, and links both to this, the daily podcast, and the Living in Faith Everyday podcast, which is a weekly roundup of all the various Bible study and talks that I'm doing over the period of the preceding week. You'll also find links there to my SoundCloud and my Bandcamp page where I create the background music and the sound design of these broadcasts. But with that, all I'd like to say is thank you for joining me and I hope to join with you again very soon.